What's up, everybody? Lonnie here, and welcome to the first episode of the What I Did Wrong podcast, where I believe that you can use mistakes and regret as information to become the best version of yourself. I am Lonnie Woods III, and I'm your host, and I'm a New York-based photographer, teaching artist. I'm a college administrator. I'm an author. I'm also a blogger. I write about food, style, and inspiration, and this podcast has been a long time coming, and... As we dawn on 2020, I think that it's super important for me to get all the things out of my head and into the universe. So with that being said, I want to give you a little bit of background about what the podcast is going to be about, and um, then we're going to get into the first topic. So um, in the thought leader space and in the self-help space, which I love, I find that too often the messaging is about what we can do now or in the future to become a better version of ourselves. We see things like self-help. We see things like cutting off toxic people. We see lots of things that promote a better you. But how does the past inform our present and future outlook? I'm really interested with trying to look into the idea of regret and mistakes made and looking at how those past experiences can fuel a more vibrant, a more informed version of yourself. So that is what the podcast is going to be about. I'm familiar with the phrase, you cannot move forward while looking in the rearview mirror, but I have also learned that we cannot completely heal without reflecting on confronting and learning from our mistakes. So I use the term mistake as a general term for past situations or mindsets that led to the learning of a lesson. So my tagline is Lonnie's lessons. I believe that everything that we encounter in life is a lesson to be learned and that we have an active choice to believe in the power of lessons, because for me, the contrary option is to be upset with all the things that happen in life and not really learn from them. Each class teaches us a lesson and it is up to us to take in the lesson and learn how to apply it. Oprah Winfrey believes that mistakes are not real and that every moment is an opportunity for you to get closer to the person who you are supposed to become. So on this podcast, I'll be addressing mistakes that I've made in the past that inform how I live today. These mistakes do not make me who I am, but they do shape the story of who I have become. My goal is not to leave a blueprint for, you know, what not to do, but I hope that this podcast will reduce the anxiety around making mistakes and also reduce the shame around regret because as anonymous person once said, if we knew better, we would have done better. Amen. So let's get into today's topic, which will be the topic of confidence. So growing up, I lacked confidence in myself, especially when I was around my peers in school. I often walked into situations comparing myself to others. As I compared and attempted to ignore my own greatness, I began to do what I call emotional deflating. This is, you know, when you become so unaware of our own positive qualities and contributions that we become a shell of a person that looks to others for validation and approval. With this type of outlook, it was impossible for me to walk in confidence. So when I think about the evolution of my confidence, I have to reference a very cliche statement, which is beauty comes from the inside out. This is so important because the first mistake I made when it came to my lack of confidence was looking to external and aesthetic factors to give me a sense of self-worth. Examples include body image, wanting to be popular, and even the clothes that I chose to wear. 
Growing up as a chubby and intelligent young man in a very raw city, which was Baltimore, Maryland, it really took a hit on my confidence. These are, there are very few times that I felt like I belonged or fit in. And that leads to my second mistake, which is actually trying to fit in. <laughs> Too often we attempt to find groups or settings or people that we fit into. There is something to be said about a seamless transition into a space full of people who get you. And while I believe that all of us deserve to find a place to feel accepted, it is very important that I stop trying to kind of fit in and instead focused on figuring out who my most authentic self was. So focusing on my internal attributes led to some isolation at first, first, which is the opposite of seeking validation from others. It led me to a space of really sitting with myself and figuring out what it is that I contribute and what I like about myself. And that did not include other people's Uh, ideas or opinions or even influence. So in order to be confident, one must be sure of some absolute truths about themselves. A truly confident person is fully aware of their strengths and their challenges. They know who they are and they know who they are not. Once you discover, define, and develop your truths, then you are able to exude confidence in the things that you know are true. So for instance, I am 100% sure that I'm a strong teacher and facilitator of groups. I know this because I have trained for it, I have practiced it, and I have passion for it. All of those things combined creates a level of confidence when I'm serving and teaching and facilitating roles. I know that I'm great at it because, well, I have evidence. Now, I know that hard skills like teaching, effective communication, are easier to find evidence for than something less quantifiable, such as like self-worth. Self-worth can also be proven. The actions you make and how you treat yourself and others demonstrates your level of self-worth. A mistake that I made in my journey towards confidence was ignoring my worth. Let's go to an example. Let's say you find an old piece of jewelry in your attic. You pick it up, dust it off and think to yourself, this old piece of junk is ugly and does not fit my style. So you decide to donate it, being totally unaware of its worth. After you donate the necklace, someone else buys it and gets it appraised and finds out that that piece of jewelry was valued at $25,000. Now, in this example, you had disposed of a valuable piece because you did not know what it was worth. It is so important that we take inventory of our worth because I believe that our worth is the core of where true confidence comes from. You can take inventory by reflecting on all of the qualities that you possess that have value. Notice that I said qualities and not possessions. Things like skills, intrinsic talents, unique traits and characteristics that make you who you are. I began to understand my worth when I began to find roles in life that helped me achieve success by being my authentic self. The first role that did that for me was my resident assistant or RA role in college. The RA role requires you to be a fierce leader, authority figure, and approachable and relatable peer all at the same damn time. I shined as an RA because it brought out many skills that came naturally from me but were never displayed in a formal setting. Suddenly, I found myself 
resolving conflicts with roommates, listening to the needs of others, organizing information and creating community. These are all things that I was good at and became better at. Once I discovered my value, I became confident in my ability to execute tasks that involve those qualities and skills. So there are a few things that no one can take from you. Those are skills, lessons learned, your view of yourself and education. Your view of yourself is one of the most important keys to being confident. I once made the mistake of mixing confidence with arrogance. See, as I said before, confidence is built out of authenticity, which is braver than arrogance because arrogance comes out of fear. Being confident simply means that you know who you are and what you are capable of. And that awareness fuels your ability to know the difference between arrogance and confidence. So I will leave you with a common mistake that we make on the road to building confidence and that is acquiring more stuff. In a society that is almost fixed on adding things, it is important to keep those assets um, in mind, but as a grain of salt. I'm talking about jobs, clothes, cars, relationships, power, etc. because anything that can be given or bought can be taken away. And then you are left with yourself. So invest in the most valuable assets of them all, and that is yourself, your inner soul, your spirit, your emotional and physiological and psychological health. And once you do that, anything you add will only complement the truth that you see and the confidence that you have. So in the words of Tupac, keep your head up and to the words and in the words of Solange in the song Cranes in the Sky, you know, you can try to buy it away. You can try to travel it away. But the truth is, is that the real you is always going to be there beneath all the things that you put on top of it. So don't make the mistake of trying to um, fake your way to being confident. Confidence comes from real authenticity and real authenticity takes a lot of unlearning and a lot of time for you to truly understand who you are and to accept yourself in the true essence of who you are. So as always, I leave you in peace, love, and style. I'm Lonnie. Until next time, remember that mistakes only happen to those who were willing to try in the first place.